When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, it's been a bit. It's been a bit, but he's back. He's back wearing a different hat. Last time, last time he was on, he was wearing a baseballs and boring hat, a self yeah. a self-made baseballs and boring hat. This hat, let's see if we can read it. Ooh, ooh, the biggest right booster yeah. of the biggest booster yeah. of yeah. Nash, of the national champion, <laughs> college football <laughs> champion, Michigan hey. Wolverines. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sing the fight song? Oh, not right now, but I did a lot that day. We did. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Hail to the victors. Hail to the victors. Yeah, it was great. What a game. It was unbelievable. Uh, It was awesome to go down there. Um, You know, uh, uh, Bryce, Caitlin, and myself went down, and we had a great, great experience. Um, You know, coming home wasn't the best, but, uh, you know, we got back, which was good. It was was a long travel day, but, um, you know, the game itself was incredible. Washington, uh, you know, played a great first half, and Michigan's defense – it's too tough, you know. <laughs> but hey, listen, I'm on. I'll I'll jump on the bandwagon. I know I went there. I'm I'm on. I'm hot. I'm cold. I'm on them. I'm off them. And and uh, but you know uh, they they're this year the team seemed like it was an incredible team. Uh, the guys on the team seemed seemed unbelievable. So um, well, listen, yeah, you, you only want to be associated with winners. That's that's that's, that's, right. that's, that's your thing. <laughs> So, so it begs the question, which we've have on many a time on the baseballs and boring podcast, which is better to attend a baseball game or a football game? Oh, I mean that uh, uh, right baseball. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, because that's... because you went you so you went to the national champion and, and college football is better. I mean, let's be honest, because you have the bands and you have all that, but still you went to say that you went into ingratiate yourself to the Michigan community and also yeah. expose your, your young son to the way of the Wolverines. But oh, absolutely. No but question. it's better to watch the actual game on TV. Yeah. On TV. Yeah. Because I mean, look, if I wasn't, didn't have any, if we didn't have any, Caitlin went to Michigan as well. So if we didn't have any association to, to Michigan, I mean, we would have watched a game, no doubt on, on, on TV. Um, 
you know, apart from it being the greatest institution in the country, University of Michigan. But, you know, I think that the biggest thing is that, uh, you know, getting the opportunity to go and it's a, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity and, and an experience unless you're, you know, a uh, uh, a University of Alabama alumnus, right? So they, they seem to, uh, how many times have they gone the last uh, 10 years, six or something like that? Something crazy. Yeah. Something like, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, listen, it's all, it's all about what you've done for me lately. How did you yeah, get, no uh, doubt. No how, doubt. Much, how, how many strings did you pull to get tickets? No, it actually it worked out great. Uh, a former teammate and and a great friend of mine, uh, Nate Derek Wright. Jeter. Uh, yep, Derek Jeter. There we go. Yeah, no, no, Nate Wright um, uh, was able to uh, to you know he had he had six tickets to the game. So um, you know, fortunately, he he was able to uh, you know graciously uh, pass three of those along to us, and and we, we, it was great. It was amazing. I got to see some old teammates. Uh, you know, Caitlin Bryce had a great experience. Bryce had an incredible experience as well, being able to see the, you know, the teams come in, uh, on the buses, um, you know, and, and just see all the, you know, kind of, uh, circumstances that were going on around that game. It was really cool. It was really cool. Excuse me. Did Bless you, you, um, you saw that. There we go. Oh, I did. I did, saw myself. I kept looking to the right, and there was okay. No all right, it's all good. My phone. <laughs> uh, did you? You saw that there was a, like an image of like all these people up in the in one of the luxury boxes. It was like Jeter and Steve A. Smith, and uh, sure. I mean, how, I, can, should Michael I Jordan, Jordan, Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. Could I? Should I Photoshop you with that? <laughs> put me in there. Yeah, put me in that box. Put me in that box, like hanging out. Like, oh yeah, great game, guys. <laughs> yeah, former teammates, former teammates. Not, not, uh, not with uh, with Jeter. Yeah, uh, not with uh, Jordan. Never had the opportunity to to play baseball with him back in the in the nineties. Uh, uh, so some some think that it could have happened though. It's all good. <laughs> well, all right. Well, listen, it's it's good to talk with you. It's been a little bit. Um, so I guess the first thing I'll start with, cause I want to get, what I want to get into rich is, you know, what it's like more than anybody about as we get close to what I call the best shape of our life season, which is day one of spring training, uh, yeah. what it's like as a player to sort of ease into that or get ready for that or and feel that. Um, but uh, you know, I'm, I don't want to bury any leads. Where are you at? What are you feeling? Like, are you going to sign with a team? What are you doing? Are you? What are you, what's going on with the Rich Hill life? Yeah, we're definitely, you know, obviously, uh, fielding, uh, opportunities that are out there. I think, uh, right now, um, as I've said before, is, is, you know, the focus is on, on family and, and, uh, with our son Bryce, um, you know, coming up with his season and his, uh, big 12 year. He's 12 years old this year. So it's his final year. It's his, you know, senior season, so to speak, in, in Little League. So, uh, you know, looking, looking forward to, to watching some more games, um, you know, with him and, 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 and helping coach a little bit too this, this, this spring. So, um, you know, uh, I think as far as, um, in shape and everything where I'm at, I, I'm in great shape and, and, you know, definitely looking forward to, uh, playing, uh, at, in some capacity at some point, uh, in the 2024 season. Um, but, you know, I think with, uh, you know, the opportunities that have presented themselves, obviously it hasn't been enough to move uh, for for a full season and obviously give up that that uh, time that you, you can't recreate or get back 
um, for you know any of us uh, in a moment that is is presenting itself as it is in in 2024 to watch uh, you know our son Bryce uh, play little league and that's what's important to me so I think that's you know where where I'm at and and uh, you know again it's it's I think uh, you know July August uh, you know return in that capacity is is what I'm shooting for and what I'm looking at. So that's, I mean, that sounds more de- definitive, probably because you you've got the lay of the land when it comes to offers, and also the reality is set in about, like you said, it's his his senior year of little league, which I yeah, like. yeah. But, but yeah. it sounds it sounds like you have a pretty good handle on your approach and what you want to do going into. Yeah, season. no doubt. Yeah, I think it's a you know I think it's obviously a, a sound um, approach of you know, if you want to say a body and mind and where, where things are going and, and prioritizing what is important. Um, and also, you know, looking at that time frame uh, around the trade deadline of, um, you know, being available to, you know, obviously many teams and clubs that are going to be needing pitching. I think that's something that obviously makes a lot of sense, not only, you know, um, from a uh, capacity of doing, you know, having the affordability of doing what I want to do to to watch Bryce play, but also be able to uh, get my body in in great shape. Um, you know, the best shape of my life uh, day to get ready and in, in, oh, uh, best shape of your life July. day. I'm, everybody else is going to be February twelfth. You're going to be July thirty first. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. Remember marathon, not a sprint. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so how? That so listen to me. It's a good plan, and and I I admire you for. I think it's smart. I can tell you, like people can tell you, hey, you know, you'll never get this time back with your son, whatever. But still, it's also hard to draw yourself away. You you've been around a lot people in Major League Baseball, not only players but coaches and managers and broadcasters, where yeah. it's hard to draw away. But so. It is. So I admire you for actually saying, okay, you know, this is what's important. So Yeah, I think just trying to be in that conscious mindset of of where you're at. And we talk about the moment a lot and being in the moment and understanding what that is as a player, as a pitcher, and um, removing yourself from the results and focusing in on, uh, you know, the task at hand and all the all the things that go into uh, – you know that mixture of of baking that cake as a as a as a player, um, but also that translates uh, equally over to life. And I think that that's one thing that I'm looking forward to is is um, taking those opportunities of of helping out uh, coaching, uh, you know, Bryce's team and and understanding the the you know the mindset of of a of a 12 year old and, and, you know, even 10, 10, 11 and 12, and just seeing the joy that they have for the game and understanding, you know, the ups and downs that they are going through um, and being able to navigate through those uh, circumstances as the season goes along. So I think that's going to be exciting to see as well. Um, but, you know, in conjunction, getting ready for, you know, the, the opportunity to, to play at, at, you know, a later date uh, during the season and, and taking that obviously, you know, no doubt as, as serious as I would as if I was getting ready for, um, you know, February 15th and, and spring training and, you know, firing it up as it would be any other uh, season. So that's going to be a challenge. That's going to be that's going to be the challenge, right? It's because yeah. you're used to and we're going to get to, again, the, the regular best shape of our life season and the, the ebbs and flows and the and the and the um, 
momentum that comes into going into a regular spring training. But now the challenge for you is is staying ready and then having – I can't wait for your showcase. I, nothing like a good showcase, Rich. Nothing yeah. like a – Nothing like a good like July showcase. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe early morning they can uh, open the open the gates to uh, Fenway. Can get out there and throw throw. Well, a but, that's, but that's the thing is that and so how have you mapped this out? Like it's great that you want to coach Bryce's team, but have you mapped out how you're going to be able to over those few months? How you're going to be able to stay sharp and in shape and ready to go? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's you know one of the things that's Obviously, as we gain age, uh, there's experiences, and the experiences are our wisdom. So you, you're able to understand and draw from those previous experiences and circumstances that you've gone through um, in life to be able to get you ready for and position yourself to um, be in the best possible situation that you can be when the opportunity comes. And, th- and that's something that, you know, certainly – I've been able to do throughout my career. And, and there's no question that, um, you know, things are, are being put in place right now to, uh, you know, get that ball uh, in motion to, to be prepared for that time. And that's obviously, you know, facing hitters and, and being able to uh, produce, um, you know, the, the, the results that you're looking for as a spring training, but also a prolonged time frame where, you know, if that if that signing comes, let's say at the end of July, it could be possibly before that, but it could be you know packaged in a different kind of scenario where, hey, we want you to go down to uh, Florida or Arizona to face some hitters. Now you can come back home and continue to get ready, but we want you to you know have this uh, experience of of getting in you know obviously the best shape possible to be able to go out there and perform um, you know for the club. So I think that's something that from my perspective is, is being able to get uh, the hitters and the reps and uh, the opportunities to be there uh, is, is something that using the, uh, you know, contacts and, and uh, opportunities that I've used in the past um, to, to use those moving forward as well. So there, there's a, there's a bunch of different ways that it could go as far as the, the get the, the easy part is getting ready and getting in shape. That's that takes care of itself as far as, you know, that's discipline and self-motivation and uh, getting it done every day. That's, that's, that's the part that's very, very controllable, um, you know, and, and also to an extent, uh, the other controllable is, is being able to figure out how to, um, you know, throw. And, and if you don't have a partner, you find a wall. And if you don't have a wall, you find, you know, you, you have a sock that you can, or a net that you can throw into it. it the, the endless possibilities are there. Um, and, and again, like I alluded to before, you draw from your previous experiences, which I've had, you know, I've been in the, you know, uh, parking lot of a side of a warehouse where you're, you know, drawing a, uh, strike zone so you can throw strikes to, to be ready for hopefully another call in September that comes where you find yourself in, you know, Yankee Stadium facing the Red Sox and you get to face Brock Holt and, you know, David Ortiz. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's, uh, it's the, the the power of imagination. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was a reality. I'm telling you that that's what happened. Yeah. That's what uh, well, happened. Uh, well, yeah, that was that's another. That was the, the Yankees. The Yankees, they sent me home. And then uh, over the weekend, they called me and said, hey, can you can you be ready? 
know, meet us in New York. We were in Toronto. They they sent me home, and it was literally September first. And I came home. I was home for three or four days, I think. And um, it was it was the series that they went up to Toronto to play the Blue Jays, and then they came back to New York. And you know, I came out of the bullpen. I think it was uh, Monday or Tuesday um, when I got there and came out of the bullpen, literally. But if I didn't stay ready, you know what I mean. So it's it's just continual. Uh, yeah. Kind of wheel of uh, staying, you know, you get ready, you stay ready, and, and you're going to be in a good spot. I could, I'm going to tell you, uh, phase one is uh, you <laughs> you can do a, you can be, everybody knows, so I do spring training games, broadcast yep. training games. Yep. I am also, I have an open invitation to anybody who does spring training games with me in the broad the broadcast. I will also catch that person uh, in bullpens. I offered right. Joe Stiglione that offer, Will Fleming that offer. And so if you do those games, I will be there for you. We we will do the broadcast and then we'll go throw. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I like <laughs> that. I'll, I'm gonna, yep. And we'll go in the backfield or, or uh, pick a mound or wherever and just, all right, you'll gear up. We'll do whatever you want. There you go. It's like... <laughs> It's, it's, it'll be, let's, this, this is my offer. So I, I, and I, I sincerely hope that you'll take me up on my invitation. If for no other reason, I want to do the broadcast with you. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that would be an incredible experience. And, you know, obviously, I think we've uh, alluded to it before is, you know, post career, post playing opportunities or, you know, doing something, um, obviously in the realm of, uh, you know, media would be exciting. Um, you know, I love talking about baseball, and there's there's no better platform than obviously doing games. By the way, how's it going to feel along these lines? We'll get back to your pitching in a second. How's it going to feel to be? I don't know if you've been in a Hall of Fame acceptance speech before, but it's it's coming. It's coming. No, no, it's coming. No, no it is no, absolutely no. coming. No. I am telling you, Joe Castiglione is including Rich Hill in this speech. I guarantee. No. Uh, yeah, that would be, you know, that's, that's Joe is incredible. And what a, what an amazing honor, right? I mean, oh my gosh, I, I just can't. Uh, well, that's, that's another thing, Rich, thinking about it. That's another thing is that in this plan and this, I think this plan will work and I, and I, I'm confident that it'll work. And another great thing about it, you can take Bryce to Cooperstown yeah. For the Hall of Fame induction for Joe Castiglione's yeah. Hall of Fame. Induction. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would be that would be uh, you know, that's 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 been uh uh what do you say uh bucket list? Been, yeah, no, well, bucket list for sure, but on the schedule, you know, as far as uh, oh. you know, planning things out. So, and then also uh, you know, in in the uh uh, great senior season of Little League. Uh, he has a Cooperstown tournament, which I've heard from a lot of the parents, and and uh, you know it's it's an incredible experience, and it's really exciting. So that's something else that, again, uh, they can't go back and play that. You can't redo it. So you get one one chance to watch that, and I think that's something that. Have you ever? Really how many times have you been to Cooperstown? You've been. You must have been there. I went to Cooperstown one time. One time when I was twelve. Uh, now it wasn't. Um, we had a team in Milton made up of, it was an all-star team in the town of Milton that was made up of, uh, obviously, uh, the kids from, we have two divisions here in, in Milton, uh, American and National League, um, and they came together and they they make, uh, it was called Milton Athletic Club. And uh, 
we, you know, you travel, you play other teams, you play in the tournaments down the Cape, uh, all over, all over the state. Um, and, uh, you know, the final trip of the year is, is to, uh, Cooperstown. You go to Cooperstown and, uh, go through the hall of fame, which was amazing. And, uh, you know, you get to get to go out on double day field there. And yeah, you know, we played a game out there on, on double day field, took some pictures. It was really just a, yeah, you but know, you got to go there as an adult. I mean, you, you oh have, yeah, oh, no question. Yeah, got to go there. Yeah. As an I mean, adult. honestly, Rich, really, yeah. one of the coolest things in my professional life was when Ortiz invited uh, me to be in the, they, so they give the people who are inducted in a private tour in like yeah. in May, like this dreary day in May, and nobody's yeah. there, and, and they give him the private tour. It allowed me to go around with them and. And to see David Ortiz like hold Babe Ruth's bat and yeah, Onus Wagner's cleats and and yeah. through that prism where you're not just you know. So anyway, anyway, I'm just getting you jacked up for for your next couple of months. So there. No, that's it. <laughs> so so it it, it, it synopsis we have you're broadcasting games, you're working out with me, you're coaching little league, <laughs> you're going to the Hall of Fame. And then you win a World Series. Congratulations! Oh, geez, what a year! What you just point. script the whole thing? That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Um, well, be be a fun journey if that's what uh you know yeah. that's well, how it all transpires. So what um so let's talk uh well first of all with the pitching you pitching I didn't want to go glance over this about when you come back is that you said I think. One right after the season, you had said that sort of that that time with the Padres at the end, you really sort of latched on to something in terms of relief pitching, like yeah, right. Yeah. And some it's amazing. You say you play all you, these years and you think you know almost everything, but it seemed like even then you picked up on some things, whether it came to the role or whether it came to your pitching or whatever it was. But what is what are you carrying over from your? your time with the Padres, which thank you Padres for another equipment bag. So, uh, yeah. But what, what did you learn from that time? Uh, you know, I, uh, being, being able to work with, uh, the guys over there in, in San Diego, just, you know, the, the different perspective on understanding that, you know, we, we, we're so caught up in this, in this, uh, kind of era of velocity and, uh, you know, if you want to just say for for maybe lack of a better term, just nastiness of pitching, you know, and making everything as nasty as possible. Um, it still really just reinforced the, the point that it is pitching, right? And that we're trying to accomplish the disruption of timing for the hitter. Um, and then, you know, uh, being able to understand that, you know, hey, look, you may not have to do anything else. You might actually look some, you know, people might look at you, as the as the subject and say he's been able to pitch for you know 25 years uh and let's look at how his longevity and his uh transformation and and kind of uh ability to be creative and adapt and change uh helped him throughout his career and i think that was something you know uh that that struck me the most uh, from being in uh, San Diego and learning from uh, the coaches there in, in, in San Diego. So I think that's something that, um, you know, I took uh, as that September came around. And also, uh, you know, you're constantly, for me, I'm constantly learning, constantly trying to find uh, different ways to, yes, get better. And, and sometimes you're looking in the wrong avenue to get better. Um, 
And then, you know, you have people that can, can help you kind of guide you back or, uh, you come to the self-realization that, okay, I'm going down the wrong path, but it's not for lack of effort or, or, or trying to get better. It's just, you know, the wrong direction. And, um, you know, from that, being able to look at the opportunities of getting into the bullpen and seeing, uh, how that was beneficial, um, you know, obviously for, for myself as a player, but, you know, helping other guys out in the bullpen as well. Um, being able to, um, you know, talk about pitching and things that sometimes they do organically happen in, in the dugout, but you, I forgot, you know, you forget a little bit after being in the bullpen for five years and then, uh, starting for six or seven and then making that little bit of a transformation last September back into the bullpen and seeing how beneficial that can be, you know, um, as a whole and, and encouraging. And, um, you know, you might look at it as a, as a part of, okay, you know, we, we've talked about this before. Are you interested in coaching? Are you interested in, um, you know, other factions of the, of the, of the, uh, of the game and, you know, the commitment and, and the effort and, and the level that it takes, um, you know, is tremendous that the coaches put in. But, you know, it, it certainly uh, had me thinking about that as well. So, yeah. well, it's um, good. Yeah, because of the benefits that, that you, you, you did see from the guys. That, I mean, you got you got Josh Hader a five-year contract. Congratulations. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was, yeah. No. <laughs> the final. Hey, so, so – Speaking of and and, and we'll go one last thing, yeah, sure. Free, you know, add to the creativity of of coming out of the bullpen and and understanding that it kind of you know for me it brought me back to uh, being able to you know start throwing a two seamer a little bit more. Uh, learned how to develop a changeup for the first time really in my career that actually felt good in my hand. Um, you know uh, the cutter. Uh, the opportunity to you know continue to change shape, shapes with the with the with the uh, curveball and all those things again adding and sprinkling in a few few different things uh, uh, along with the deceptiveness and the the understanding that seeing something that you haven't seen before as a hitter is is tough to hit. That's it's it's good that you finally got a changeup after all these years. I mean it's. it's... <laughs> I haven't brought it into a game yet, but but no, know, but that's, listen, that's that's what that's that's what the World Series is for. Busted yeah. out that first time. That's the uh, speaking of teammates, what is? I mean, you listen. I mean, you were with San Diego for a couple of months, but yeah. but I, I it did get me thinking. Now I don't know if you saw Blake Snell has his own little his own like youth baseball team. He does. He loves it. Oh man, I, yeah. I love that he's passionate about that and just helps. So I this is. Back. I want. Let's go. I, no, I was. I know. This is like what I want. The the Bryce Hill. I want the Rich Hill team versus the Blake the the, the oh the Blake, Blake, Blake the, the Washington team. the Washington Blake Snell team versus yeah it's it's gonna be like it's gonna be like bad news bears all over again. Great. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So can we make, can we make that? Have you talked to him? Can you make that happen? Let's go. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, obviously talking to him during the season and how much he has that, uh, you know, affinity for helping kids and the youth and the program and talking with the coaches and his ability to, you know, be able to be in constant contact with the dads and, you know, and, and, and look, and you're sitting here and, and you're talking about the Cy Young winner, two time Cy Young winner, uh, you know, best pitcher in baseball. Um, 
you know, he, he is, uh, you know, takes off his baseball, uh, you know, whatever uniform and, and he's a regular guy and he loves helping out the community. And that's what I think is, you know, a huge, uh, tip of the hat to him. You, think, so you just said it and maybe it was, maybe you want to lump it in with other guys, but you used to call him the best pitcher in baseball. Do you think he's the best pitcher in baseball? Yeah, I think he, you know, for last year, and I mean, some of the things, and I don't think he would argue against it, is, is you know, being able to cut down on the walks, um, you know, but certainly as far as the ability to uh, never give in to a hitter, um, you know, we're all stubborn. We're all, uh, we all have that, um, the competitiveness to, to not quit or, you know, continue to sometimes force things, sometimes force things in the wrong direction. Uh, and you know, that, I think that's why we're at that, 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 at that level, at the, the highest level to be able to compete because of that. There is a, there is a, there is a piece of that puzzle that actually, uh, makes sense and, and fits into that because of the determination. Um, but yeah, I think he's definitely, you know, if, if you want to put him at the best, I don't, you know, okay, the best. Yeah, I mean, one, one of the best. best. There's no one the best. of the best. Yeah. There's no, there's no doubt he's one of the best. Um, you know, him, Garrett Cole, um, obviously you got to throw Clayton up there. He's always, you know, in my opinion, I think he's, you know, if you're going to say game seven starter, who are you going with? Right. I mean, in my opinion, I'm going with Clayton, um, you know, just because of the total resume, but the, the, and, and again, you're picking, you know, yeah. we're, we're literally splitting hairs between all these guys that are at the top of their game. Let me let me ask you this. This is the this is another Blake Snell question. And maybe you weren't yeah. around long enough to know, but it's you've been to all these markets, the biggest markets. Now we sort of like, oh well, can he do it in this market, this market? Um, from your perspective, he he's got a unique personality. Like it's a mm-hmm. good personality, it's a unique personality. Um the whole like big market thing, and, and this is and tell me maybe I'm wrong. But when I look at it, I'm like, well, the guy did pitch in the American League East, right? Yeah. And you yeah. have to you have to pitch in those ballparks, which is almost tougher than having the the whole idea of big market media, whatever it is. Do yeah. you think that, that that's that wouldn't be a problem with him? No, I don't think that would be a problem at all. Um, you know, given his point in his career and what he's been able to accomplish and um, seeing his work ethic and his ability to go out there and continue the pursuit for, you know, greatness, I guess, if you want to call it, or, or just to go out there and put together. And again, it goes back to how the ball's coming out of his hand. So he, he can make it that simple as well. And, and that's, that's the pursuit is having that ball come out of your hand the way you want to every single time. Um, and I think that that mindset, he has that, um, seeing that and, uh, being around him and, and understanding the uh, drive to succeed is is one hundred percent there. And I don't, you know, market isn't going to have an effect on um, yeah. you know his ability to perform at all. All right. So and the AL East and and you know again this that's the hardest division in baseball. Yeah, period. that's how I looked at it. I mean, that's how I looked at it. Um, yeah. Uh, before I ask you about. How uh, what players are thinking now as we are, are on the cusp of best shape of our life day? Um, the uh, do you see the Anthony Rendon comments the other day? Uh, I I think I grazed over it about yeah. So know, anyway, long, you said too long season, of a season. Season too long. 
right. And, yeah. and maybe I'm asking the wrong person who's woke up ready to play a half a season. I don't know. No, I'm not. I know. I'm just, you know, if I, you know, obviously circumstances are dictating. No, no, uh, no. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but, but I mean, I, I would, I would like to see the season go all year. I think that would be great. So, really? <laughs> Can't but get that's, enough baseball. But that's, I but love that's it. Good. I mean, look, I don't think at, at this point in my career, what I, what I, what I want to, I mean, uh, yeah, people's, you know, why do you want to give somebody else a chance? Keep what, you know, I don't, okay, but no, I want to continue to play. I don't get it. I don't, you know, if if you enjoy it and you love something and you're passionate about it, it's not about the, you know, the. Uh, of course, you want to have good outcomes, but it's it's more than that. It's a little bit. It's the competitiveness. It's that. It's that ability to go out there and put yourself up against the best. And um, I don't know. You can't. It's you can't do it anywhere else except in the big leagues. <laughs> I, I think, but I think that's exactly what people want to hear. And I get it, the wear and tear of the season, whatever. But I think that's exactly what people want to hear because at the at the heart of it, we want to believe that people are enjoying their job. And by the way, by yeah. the way, by the way, you get you get paid uh, if you're under contract. You get yeah. paid for doing nothing for four or five months. Like this, be yeah, honest. yeah. I mean. Technically, not doing nothing, right? No, you're, I know, but yeah, I know, yeah. but no, I get it. I get it. Look, the the Coach, all that stuff. If you if you remove all that, though, if you remove everything, why are we doing it? Why do you do it? Why do you do it? Why do you do it? Why is it important to you? What is it? Are you going to continue to to show up when you're you know had four bad games in a row as a starter? Uh, you've had you know three bad outings as a reliever, and now you're on the cooler. You know you're not going to pitch for 15 days. Are you going to continue to show up when you're 0 for 40? Um, and those, those, that's yes to me. It's yes, yes, yes. It's always a yes, and and I think that's where everybody needs to get as far as um, not. Look, I don't look at it as a job. I don't. I don't. I don't look. I look at it as an opportunity. I look at it as a possibility of of, of uh, you know what's to come, but not getting there without staying into today. What today is offering and what I see in front of me and being engaged with the the teammates that I have and the coaches that are around me and, and making that day visceral as opposed to focusing in on somewhere else or how my body feels or whatever. I mean, yeah, of course it feels like shit. I mean, I'm 43, right? You know, you have those days that aren't going to be great, but you got to be able to uh, remove your focus from whatever ailments you might have and, and go back to, it's not even going back. It's like, man, this guy's putting in the work, that guy's putting in the work and you look around and, if you're having questions of, of doubt or, you know, challenges of why things are continuously uh, or why you're doing this uh, because things aren't showing up in the stat pages or whatever on the, on the internet, um, you know, you just have to, for me, it's been so ingrained that the, the passion to go out there and, and continuously, uh, find that line that you're looking for and teetering on of, you know, out of control and in control body wise to be able to be the best that you can be. That's exciting. Hmm. No, well, you know, I don't know where else you can no, get no, it. I don't per, know. Per, perfect, perfect segues. Last thing, Rich, is that, like I said, we're what, like three weeks out from reporting day. You've been there yeah. a lot of times. Um, I, I joke it's best shape of our life season, but you know, listen. I mean, most 
I think 80% of the guys will come in and say they're in the best shape of their life, and even probably more than ever, right? I remember yeah. that a guy like Jacoby Ellsbury would be criticized almost for overtraining. They'd go to athlete's performance or, or yeah. whatever places, and and whereas you go way back and guys are showing up in their rubber suits smoking cigarettes and like, you know, I'll lose the 30 pounds down in Florida sort of thing. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah, like guys, yeah. guys yeah, now. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the evolution too. I've been able to see from, you know, from the 2002 spring training to, you know, obviously 2023 and and everything in between. Now so, it's almost you have like now with the expectation, it's almost like a competition in some way. Oh, no doubt. I you know when you hear like 75 guys in minor league camp are already down in in Fort Myers. You know that that wasn't that wasn't 2002. Guys would trickle in. Um, you know, and show up a couple days before. Um, maybe a couple guys already lived in, you know, for me, I was with the Chicago Cubs. So a few guys might have lived in Arizona, had already been working out, you know, in Arizona. So they would be there maybe a week or two weeks before. Um, you know, so it has progressively obviously gotten into, um, and I, uh, you know, and, and that's all well and good. But again, I think um, to get there early and, and kind of uh, be prepared and, and get around your settings. But, uh, part of it, again, you can do if you want to put yourself in that moment or that, um, you know, space or whatever it is for spring training on the field. You know, the visualization, the, the the 60 feet, six inches, as I say, is between the ears. So, you know, as a pitcher or as a hitter or as a fielder and, and getting your reps and continuously working on your craft, but having the mentality and the conviction and the confidence that you're going to be able to be in a good spot when you get down there, uh, no matter what time you show up and no matter what field you're on, um, it, you're the same guy. So building that to me is, is, is first. And then, you know, the best shape of your life um, is also important. No doubt. It's very important because now you're going to have, you know, you're preventing your body from injury to fatigue um, and trying to reach an optimal performance that you want to have as a baseball player. Uh, but if you've been working on your body and you haven't been working on the mental side of the game, um, it's going to be a long season. Man, you, I can't wait till you tell these kids, the little league kids, this. I can't. <laughs> this, this, this. <laughs> no. If I, if I uh, could go on FanDuel right now and bet on middle, middle, Milton or whatatever you live with Little League, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Hey. Uh, but that, I mean, that's it, though. I, I love talking about that because it is. We're trying to get down to, okay, smaller, smaller, smaller. Why are you thinking so big? I want to do this. I want to win. You know, we want to win a World Series. And even when we've said this before, when you get there and you raise the trophy, it's not that at the end. It's the whole journey that you've been on to get there. You know, it's the looking out at the guys and seeing that they've, you know, put in the time and the effort, the sacrifice, the sweat, the whatever, all everything that goes into it is, is that's, that's the goal. Man, that's, you're you're good at this. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs>